I am Josh Galindo. I've built several successful businesses utilizing the one tool everybody has, the mind. I am here to guide, coach, and prepare you. We will debate, discuss, and grow our minds together so you can obtain your own success. Fuck average, be legendary. This is my podcast. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm doing pretty good myself. How are we doing, Jonesy? Usually started off with uh, good morning, honey, and I get confused. <laughs> <laughs> that one wasn't as confusing. The Danny's, the Danny's go-to. That one wasn't as confusing. We got to get the da 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 Yeah, right? Got like a half-assed one. Yeah. Oh, kind of. Kinda. That will represent Danny's jokes. Okay. There you go. So if you don't laugh and he pushes that, then he missed the mark. Yeah. <laughs> I miss a lot. <laughs> I, I, you just got back from Coachella. I did. I did. I did. I'm kind of glad now that I didn't ask you much about it, in all seriousness, <laughs> because um, I don't know much about it, and uh, we could spend a second talking about it. So Coachella. Coachella. It is a, it's in Palm Springs in the Indio Valley. Is it always there? Yeah. It's always there. Oh, okay. It's actually been there for like 20 years. Makes EDC look young. Uh, no, EDC's been around, but it's never been on this grand of a scale. But And they just keep adding more stages, and it gets bigger and bigger. But it's just uh, it's like a hippies festival. Mm -hmm. Like you sleep outside. There's co uh, there's camping there. but Where'd you sleep? In a, in a uh, bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never camp again. Um, I don't know. It's like college chicks love it. It's like very posh and celebrities are there the weekend like the first weekend that's all the kardashians go and it's really is it done well i mean i, I the question is is it, it what makes it difficult is it's all in comparison to edc yeah that's... like is it luxury is it vip oh, is it chic their vip is terrible edc's vip offers like a whole different spectrum of visceral events and different cat caves and caverns you walk through Way more space, elevated experience where you can watch the stage from like the second story of like their little build out. You could be in your VIP space watching. Yeah. I mean, Coachella just. It's just some, a music here, festival. Here's yeah. some Fiji's and. Uh, it's not really lit well. Like when it's dark walking, you know, in a sea of people, it's like if you lose track of your person in front of you for one second, they're gone. And it's dirt? Dirt, grass. I mean, yeah. It's they do their best. So it's like ACL or. What's that other country one that's in California? Uh, Stagecoach. Stagecoach. The same same venue. Oh, okay. Oh. So they do these poor these poor people in the city. Yeah. So if this is Coachella, this is the arraign, the neighborhoods around it that get affected. Oh my! People gosh. are parking in their neighborhoods, walking by uh, their shit, throwing up at, everywhere. At, I mean, the most nasty shit I was seeing driving around, <laughs> and they have Coachella weekend one. Coachella weekend too, and then after Coachella, they get a bunch of fucking country guys stage going there, stagecoach yeah. with the same amount of people. Oh my god, these poor people, bro. We thought the people that lived around Wet and Wild had it rough. They, they they should just travel <laughs> for that whole month and rent it out. They Airbnb. should. Uh, They'd make so much money. I, I would doubt yeah. it. They did. What'd you pay a night for your Airbnb? It was uh, Angie's friend's aunt's house, so I think uh, it was like three hundred dollars a night. It was an Airbnb though. She, she, or she, just some, said she sometimes it. does it, but because we used it on such a busy weekend, we paid a little. Extra? Just 300 Just paid a little. Oh, yeah, yeah. Normally, that would be like probably eight $900 a night. Got yeah. It. But it had yeah. a pool, spa, barbecue, grass everywhere. Sweet. That's cool. Cool. Well, welcome back. Thank yeah. you. All right. I, will, <laughs> I, I must say, 
after that explanation, I have no desire to go to Coachella. <laughs> yeah, it's it's dusty and EDC is all on concrete, and it's just way more. I wouldn't say it's cleaner, but your lungs don't get fucking attacked. That's why I sound I like, like this. I feel like I'm good with like a two-hour Justin Timberlake concert. I go home. Yeah, but imagine you have a two-hour <laughs> Justin Timberlake concert, and then right okay. after that is an NSYNC concert, and then as soon as that's over, there's a Backstreet Boys concert, and after that, you can no, go I, see I'm like I'm out. I'm out. I'm whatever you can go see Ja Rule, <laughs> and imagine all of your artists in an eight-hour span are just one after another. Uh, yes. Okay. I can appreciate that. I just that's don't think I have that what's many the one, artists. What's the one here in Vegas that they do? That's similar to that. A ton of artists come in. Oh, really quick. Lovers and Friends. Uh, another one. MGM hosts it. Lovers and Friends. I think it's uh, Lovers and Friends. Lovers and Friends, all the old school. Is it Lovers and Friends? Or are you yeah. talking about iHeartRadio? iHeartRadio. See, that was my understanding of iHeartRadio. It was super high-end artists that came in, sang three of their best songs, and left. Yeah. Like, I would love that. Yeah. You, if you want free tickets to that, I get free tickets to that all the time. <laughs> it's the same time as Life is Beautiful, but no one yeah. wants those. So no, uh, I know. Why do they do that? It, I don't know. I, <laughs> oh, it, you're bo- right. It boggled my mind since I used to go. Yeah, it makes no sense to me. Like, no one wants to go to that shit. Mm-mm. Well, let's tell you about our weekend. Yeah, honey. Let's hear about it. <laughs> this is the difference. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, right. Um, so Saturday and Sunday, we got to wake up earlier than we do during the week for soccer games. Nice. Yeah. Felt good. That was brutal. Yeah. We had... Just because I went out on Saturday. Normally, I don't go out because these are early soccer games. Right, right. But we had three soccer games on Saturday morning, and then we had two birthday parties after that, and then we had dinners that night, and then Sunday we had two games. Yeah, the birthday parties is probably the toughest part. Dude, we went to all of it. <laughs> yeah. When was that Crystal Palace, though? That's oh, bro. I saw Kinsley skating. That was so cute. <laughs> How sweet was that? <laughs> it was. Honestly. It was actually really fun. Really fun. Mm-hmm. Did, did you ever skate? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I rollerbladed. Yeah, is- I rollerbladed too. But you could, it's it, if you have any level of athleticism yeah. and you rollerbladed, you could easily. You know how to skate. Skate. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I know. Hell of a workout. Was it the same place we used to go? Uh, no, Rancho. It was on Rancho. But done, dude. Yeah. They're all in not a great location. Yeah, but it was really clean. I, like, it looked brand yeah. new. Was mm-hmm. it, it was like old school Crystal Palace, but brand new. Mm-hmm. Was it actual Crystal Palace? Yeah. Oh, I thought uh, Mayweather bought that. I did too, and I got I got scolded when I asked. Oh, he, he got more than scolded. <laughs> she did was not happy. No, she was like, yeah, she didn't She's respond like, well. It is family owned. Yeah. Josh goes, I'm getting the vibe that you're part of the family. That <laughs> right. She's like, yeah, yes. <laughs> for how many years? I don't even know. I know. Who knows? Great event. Yeah. Great event. Yeah. That was our weekend. Fun. Yeah. Full of kids. Kids' birthdays. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did we have an impactful moment? I don't know if I had an impactful moment. Yeah, you did. Well, it hit me. You were a fucking celebrity for a night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Danny how he went to Rouge at uh, Red Rock. At Red Rock, yeah, that was uh, a good event. You know, it's it's like Parkway. It wasn't even an event. <laughs> oh, I know. It's just a restaurant. Yeah. Have you been? I've walked in. I've never been there while it's okay. Oh, did you walk in that night that that I accidentally walked in? When we yeah, were at the but it was it was dead. Dead. Nothing. Yeah. No, not dude. It's it it's the fucking place to be. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Totally enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Met lots of people. There's food there. Hands. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a restaurant. It's a restaurant with multiple. It's it's dude. It's well, it seems like you sit. It in like, seems like it's kind of like a Jing, but better. That's the. I would take that totally. Yeah. I think Jing shoved the. What I found that they did well there, as I was observing, is and you, Danny. You can visualize either what you saw recently when you walked in, or obviously Cherry. They had that huge bar right in the middle. Jing put the big bar in the middle and the tables around it. Mm-hmm. They shrunk that bar to like an entertainment 
stage and then put tables starting at that bar around it, but then put the bars on the outside. And I really liked that dynamic because then you could sit at the bar and look in, yeah. you know, instead of being the center of attention. Yeah. Instead yeah. of sitting at the bar or having the bar block your view. That's what I thought. Like you were on the other side of the restaurant and I could see crystal. Mm -hmm. Think about that. If there was a huge obnoxious bar in the middle, mm -hmm. it just suffocates. So there was the energy was just flying across yeah. the room. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was a one-time experience, but it was pretty cool. Met a lot of fun people. Um, and, uh, I would definitely go back. Yeah. I got a 10 in my book. <laughs> it really did. Have you gone to Lotus yet? No, mm -hmm. we got that lined up Thursday for uh -huh. Crystal's birthday. That's a phenomenal spot. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. Good energy too? or just food? Oh, the food. The, uh, the decorations are fucking top notch. We went to the opening, but we yeah. didn't get, it was, it was a shit show and not in a bad way. It was, yeah. It was just so packed. Yeah. Like oh, no yeah. sitting down. Oh, no, no food. No. Once you sit and kind of take everything in the interior decorations. They opened the roof. Next it was level. Freezing. Went <laughs> you know, we thought on a business level, then we'll get into our topic of the day. Yeah. Is, uh, they start, they just, the Fertitas are just beyond, I mean, beyond intelligent, beyond skilled and everything they do. And who knows if it's them or the people they hire, but it's somebody over there. First of all, with the A's, you know, the whole destroying the access point to the city. Yeah. You know, we were all like, what the fuck out of nowhere? Yeah. Okay. And then all of a sudden a month and a month and a half later come goes by and, all of the Fertitta's dirt that they've been assembling for the last 10, 15 years mm -hmm. is under contract with the A's baseball team. Mm -hmm. It's like, talk about pole. They got ahead of that, yeah. you know, uh, of the construction and then announced. But anyway, we were talking about like when Durango Station opens. When Durango Station opens, if they hadn't gone into Red Rock and spruced that space, you, us three may have gone to Durango station because it's new, it's new, wanted to see it, fell in love with something there. And it would have been very difficult to probably pull us back to Red Rock. Yeah. So they released all these cool restaurants yeah. that we're enjoying before Durango opens. And it's going to take a lot to get me to want to go over to Durango. To do the full switch. Yeah. Like you'll go to Durango, but you'll still go back to Red Rock. I think there was just something that I took away that it's just so important about programming humans. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like Uber. Like they're trying to delete the car, you know, it's like open door and offer pad. Like they're trying to delete the traditional with it and they'll lose money for doesn't matter forever yeah. until they reprogram society, mm -hmm. you know? And then once society is dependent on that new system and procedure, then they can charge whatever they want. And that's when they score out. Then you're like Netflix and everyone just cannibalizes you. Yeah. Netflix got smoked. Remember, you <laughs> well, used, or is getting. You used to have HBO on Netflix. You used to have Showtime on Netflix. You used to have all the movie channels and every, Disney. It was all on Netflix and one by right. one. Yeah. All yeah. of them have their own now. I didn't even think of that. All right. So let's get to the best part of the show. This is where we hone in on self-growth, mindset, entertainment, humor, financial literacy, health trends, and much more. Today, we are talking about using your ego for good. Hmm. Well, what do I think about that? Yeah, because I don't got, I don't, I don't have much on this topic. Well, I, I <laughs> so I have an ego. Yes, and I've had an ego. Yes, um, I think ego is develop. Everybody's probably got an ego. It's just how they develop it, and I used my ego as a propulsion system, and every time that I accomplished, I fed the ego. Okay. And when I fed the ego, the ego got bigger. And then I would accomplish more because I was more bold and, 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 and 
able to take on more. And then it got to a point that I'm talking like early days. Mm-hmm. And then it got to a point actually, because I have to note this to get into the future is it was probably 2010, now nah, 2013, 2013 when I was at mezzanine and I had closed a deal, probably made 20 grand. I don't know what the number was, but enough to, to get me feeling good about myself. I'm in the LS 460. I'm driving out of the neighborhood. The weather's a 10. I got all four windows down and the moonroof open. And everything in me was like, turn up the radio and just enjoy it and embrace it and, and hot shot and feel the feeling of being a winner. And I'm the shit and I could go drop a thousand bucks somewhere and it wouldn't even phase me. And, and I swear to you, I turned off of the main, off of our street that we lived on mm-hmm. rolling towards the gate. And I remember something Ronaldo Tiberti had said. He said, operating from the ego has never, ever served him. And you want to talk about someone that right. has, either has an ego or an ego that at one point in his life was probably out of check. He's Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I repeated to myself and I was like, you know what? It's just not worth it. And I, at that moment, I checked myself. Now, my ego can come out and be flared, can get flared yeah. up. But I make conscious effort to not operate solely from the ego. Um, but when I need to use it, I do. I think the ego emboldens me. So when there's a challenge in front of me and there's fear running through me of the unknown or uncertainty or can I accomplish this or do I really want to go to battle with this person, I have to dig deep and flip that button and go, I need you, ego, now. And it turns me into a different person. And then I attack and I can be aggressive and I can, it's gloves off and it's scorch earth. And now it's important to have control of that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when I'm done using it as a tool, I, I can put it back into its box and, and let it rest. And then I operate from just normalcy after that. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely believe it's a, it's a powerful tool. And it's just how you develop it. Yeah. Some people, they depend on it. And, it. and it's not backed by anything. I think that's where the real issue comes is when they have these huge egos mm-hmm. and the ego isn't being u- used as a tool. They're using it as a superficial like foundation. That they're they're, depending on. Like in their brain, they've built this crazy ego that's built from nothing but fantasy. And they're standing on it. And they're standing on it in their brain and and, and using it to operate. It's unjustified. Would that mean that they aren't using their ego for good then? In that scenario? They're not turning it off. They're not turning it off. They can't turn it off. If they turn it off, their their foundation crumbles. Their whole, everything about them collapses. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying when I said, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. These are great topics because they're truly off the cuff. Like we yeah. didn't research this topic. No, I'm giving you my two cents on uh, on a at, from a candid position. So to try to articulate it on a whim here, it, there's a there's a challenge to it. But it, it, I think it's important to to talk about it. It's how you build it. So never be afraid to have an ego. In my opinion, just build it properly and understand what you're trying to do with it. If what Danny just described, I think the ego is totally, totally dysfunctional and should not be utilized that way. What's the difference between ego and confidence? (sighs) That's a good question. Dan, you got any ideas on that? Confidence, you know you can do it. Everyone, I mean, we have confidence, but I think there's times where you need your ego to be a little fucking cocky and use that confidence. Be like, no, you're the smartest motherfucker in the room. Figure the fuck out. 
You're like, you know what? I can't figure this shit out. Like it, it just a little boost. It's like a little nitrous oxide. And yeah. what you just said there, Danny, you said, I think I can figure this. I know I can figure this out. That's confidence. And then you went and pressed the nitrous yeah. oxide. And then that was the ego that goes, I can fucking figure this out. It's, it's, I think it, you need, I, there you go. I think that's how an ego is productive is you have confidence that gets you to the starting line. Okay. And then you got to snap into like 2.0 version of yourself and to tap into that, it's ego. No one's faster than me. No one's going to beat me at this race, but it took confidence. You can't use ego to get to the starting line. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's well, there you go. The, 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 the people that use ego as their foundation don't have confidence. There you go. <laughs> They're just running on fucking nitrous the whole time. Yeah. As soon as that shit runs out. Yeah. And it's backwards. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh Yeah. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad used to call ego uh edging God out. I remember you telling me that. He used to do stupid acronyms all the time. He would just make shit up. So he made that up. They always seemed rooted in some level of logic. <laughs> yeah, I mean if you say anything, you know, I got it figured out. <laughs> the English the accent. Well, edging God out, ego means Makes that sense, I yeah. can do it all on my own. Yeah. I don't need anybody else. I'm the I'm I'm independently the best. And God is always easily referenced as the religious component of of, of faith. Uh-huh. But it doesn't have to be. God could be the universe, God could be the energy inside energy of inside of you. It could be my wife. It could be, you know, it could be you to me, me to you, you know. Something greater than 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 yourself. Than yourself yeah. yeah. So how can you use ego for good? I think that's it. I think you actually help define it. I think the confidence gets you. So you have a task in front of you, and you've got a task that you believe you can take down, that you can overcome, but there's still some uncertainty because even with confidence, there's a it's a good thing that you have the 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 one angel on your shoulder saying, "Hey, um, be careful, be cautious, don't take too much risk." And sometimes you have to crush that voice and confidence can work its way around that voice. Uh-huh. But when it's game time, honestly, it's ego, man. I mean, I was playing pickleball yesterday and Cameron, uh, Cameron's Ann and, and Kevin do Guyan. Guyan. Yep. Kevin Guyan. <laughs> great guy. Um, smoking me and Andre. Yeah. Zero to zero, zero to 11 game one game two was one to 11. So I was like, okay, nine more games and I'll win. <laughs> That's how I looked at it. And so we went and we had to switch each time back and forth, back and forth. Like game six or seven, Cameron and Kevin are looking at Andre and I are like, do you guys want to switch it up? Like kind of feeling bad for us. Yeah. And Andre even for a moment entertained, I felt him entertain it. And I over, I blanketed the convo. No, absolutely not. <laughs> because I want to <laughs> win under these circumstances. Yeah, you don't want them to like make it so that you win. Yeah, they they they're changing the rules a little bit yeah. so that so that I can win, you know, giving me cuz Cameron and Kevin are really experienced uh pickleball players in comparison to Andre and I, which was our first technically our first right. game yesterday. And uh that was my ego. So confidence got me to the court having uh-huh. never really played against guys that play, and then it was get it was it was serving me, serving me, serving me. And then I had to dig even deeper and that was ego. Am I going to let this guy switch these things up? And how do I brag about winning? Oh, I won because I had, no, I'm going to fucking own my win. And the way I'm going to own my win is I'm going to do it myself. Mm-hmm. Edging God out. Yeah. What's funny is you said it ego for good is I always said, if I had a kid, 
I'm beating his ass in basketball until the day he can fucking beat me. Because that day he beats me, he's gonna look me in the face and be like, I fucking I earned this. Yeah, I'm be like, How good is he gonna feel? Yeah. Dude, exceptional. I'm gonna dunk on you on the little six foot rim until you go home and like, God damn it. And sometimes that ego is when it's it, it ego is like unshakable almost. Well, I I mean <laughs> to piggyback off your pickleball story, like I came home and you're like, I almost had him. And then you're telling me it's zero to 11. I'm like, I don't know if you almost had him. <laughs> well, what was happening? And I, Is that your ego? <laughs> uh, it was my ego that kept me in the game because my knees were starting to go. My oh, eyes yeah. were tired. Andre's telling me that his lower back and ass is starting to burn. And he's like, dude, this is fucking intense. And I'm like, let's keep fucking going. Let's just keep going. Let's I just took 25,000 steps a day in Coachella. Did you? Yeah. What is that? That's know. fucking 10, that's and, 20 miles? And Angie can't see. She kept saying, get on, let me get on your shoulders. And she's <laughs> on my shoulder and she's bouncing. And I'm <laughs> Go through that. Ego's your nitrous. Absolutely. That's what I'm going to call it. Mm-hmm. When you're down and out and, and you're out it's of like confidence. It's like your fourth wind. It's your fourth wind. That, that's that voice that, that fucking is there to pick you up and go, let's go. Let's fucking go. Now. Now. Push. That's that. That's my ego. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm exhausted at work and anything that I'm doing and I'm out of fuel, mm-hmm. I dig into the ego and the, I don't know. Yeah. It, I dig into the ego and there's, I mean, there's all kinds of ways that I could analyze this. And I just, there's just a lot of negative attached to it. Yeah. There you go. That's probably the next topic is, yeah. is it's ego not all bad. Negative. None of it's bad. None of it. Self-limiting beliefs aren't bad. Um, self-esteem issues aren't bad. Insecurities aren't bad. It's all how you, it's part of the pot. It's part of the pot. It's what makes all of us who we are. Like I used to do that at Nora's, and it was only, it was for my own confidence. I used to walk in there, but I'm the best servants ever walked in this house or this building. I was the best buster. I'm the best everything. Sell more than me, and I would just talk shit, and everyone hated it. But it motivated them to a point where they wanted to beat me. Sure. And it made me work harder. So it's like, all right, I know I'm going to make more money now since I've talked enough shit. To right, if you talk here. enough shit, you got to Yeah, so everyone made more money because I was so egotistical. That's right. I'm going to use that as an example in the real estate space. <laughs> Honestly, you know, I, uh, everybody elevated their game and there was one, one of the guys last, uh, on Saturday night said that he's like, cause a lot of these names people don't even recognize like the Zolt era, the Maxim mm-hmm. era, the, um, real tech realty era. Th- there was a time when I was just a realtor showing that product and horrific is an understatement. Danny, Danny would have hives if he walked into one of these flips and was told it was a flipped product. Mm-hmm. Like they would not put carpet in the in the in the closets. Mm-hmm. You know, they wouldn't they they the the old school trick I was telling you about how to put a light in the room. Yeah. Instead of running it all the way up, they would just stick it right there. You know, there was many, many other things. Painted cabinets to where you, you couldn't open them because they'd painted them they, shut. Yeah, painted them shut. You know, or the inside and then therefore the inside wasn't painted. Yeah. Um, but this guy, he goes, You elevated the flipping game. And I'm like, Yeah, I did. Yeah. And then everybody else elevated to Danny's point. Now the consumer is getting a better product and everybody's making more money. Mm-hmm. And I always, you know, what's what this is where the ego can be checked. I can carry that title for the rest of my life, but unfortunately it stops where I just ended it is that I elevated it, but it doesn't mean I'm the best today. Right. And you know, I learned that from John or from Dan Bozarian. Dan Bozarian would, they'd be like, well, why don't you play poker anymore? He's like, dude, I was part of an era where not everybody knew poker. 
Yeah. You know, I, we were doing backroom deals. We were, I was taking advantage of people that thought they knew poker uh-huh. and I was a king at that point. He goes, now I'm competing with guys that have been playing poker since they were eight. Right. You know, and no, I'm not the best anymore. That's why I don't play poker. And yeah. I would take that and own that all day. There are guys out there and I'll give the guy credit right now. Hubs, um, Nick Marietta, all due respect. Do those flips there, one of their flips is better is, is a better designed flip than I, than in all of my flips ever combined, you know, one of their super high end flips, mm-hmm. but so that's me checking my ego <laughs> and not st- standing on it artificially, but, um, having, keeping it healthy by giving myself the credit that I believe I deserve, which was, I was one of the stepping stones. Yeah. You were the influence to pushing that elevation that to pushing the, to mm-hmm. elevating the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the, the spider web below you, who you got into flipping is vast. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I yeah. think that's what's starting to happen is, is I, I think I was an influence, Dan, in, in, in the space yeah. for many years, but never on display. I think that's using your ego, ego for good, right? Uh, for influence? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, the ego needs to be fed. Like, I, I, I enjoy inspiring people um, and, and, and seeing the tools and tricks that I've taught someone be utilized to improve their life. That's mm-hmm. serving the ego. I don't know. Danny, you got your phone? Uh, no. Oh yeah. None of us have our phone. <laughs> you have your phone, honey? Yeah. Google ego. Okay. Let's really see what the, the, the psychological definition is, or what would you call that? The mental health definition. A person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Okay. Yeah. See how bad it's chalked up to be? <laughs> you know, right. and it it's does not. have a bad rep, and it's really not that bad. It's not bad. What is the definition of ego? One more time. A person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Okay. You know what? I think I'm fucking important. <laughs> I do. Absolutely. And I think it's a shame to think it, that you're not important. Okay? And my self-esteem? Absolutely. I have high self-esteem. And that's where I think it's easy to, 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 to get confused between insecurities and self-esteem. You can have insecurities. I have insecurities, but I have high self-esteem. I have, you know, a high belief that I'm important. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to have like a, a, a bag of, of tricks. Insecurities and being insecure, two totally separate things. Because you choose to be insecure about whatever you're insecure about, but everyone has insecurities. You believe that? 100%. I don't disagree, but I'm just... I've seen the most gorgeous people oh my be insecure and be depressed because of it. So it says another... Per, like, people ask, so what exactly does ego mean? And it says, um, the I or self of any person, a person as thinking, feeling, and willing, and disting- distinguishing itself from the selves of others. So... I, that's very convoluted, but what I take from that is that the people that don't have an ego means that they don't feel like they are different or stand out from anybody else. Ooh, ooh, deep. Yeah, that that right? sounds bad. Agreed. Right. Yeah. Individualism. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Shit, that was good. Oh, thanks. Let's talk about these these insecurities. Okay. You've got um, a beautiful human being, right? Uh huh. Okay, beautiful human being goes to a bar goes out, yep. their hope and, and intent for the evening is that they will find somebody that finds them attractive get to validate their beauty. Yes. Okay. They're so beautiful that what they've done is they've intimidated 
and or out of my league, everybody around them. So now everybody around them is afraid to approach them or validate their beauty Mm -hmm. because they're intimidated by them. So now they've created insecurity and they go home and they look in the mirror and they're like, okay, nobody validated what I believe to be beautiful. So I'm going to make it more beautiful. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now I'm going to go get big ass tits. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to get bigger muscles, whatever side of the spectrum you want to be on. Okay. Then they go out again. They're like, Okay, now I'm even more beautiful than I was. And no one talked to me. And nobody talks to me. Mm-hmm. Why? Likely, they don't realize this, but everybody's intimidated and even more intimidated in the first run. So then they go home, they get a nose job, they get extensions, they get big lips, they update their makeup, they, 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 they get this outrageous wardrobe on, it's to the nine, and they go out and nobody talks to them. Mm-hmm. There's probably one ugly guy that just has no self-awareness and he's like, I'm just going to hit on this chick. And now she's like... The fucking ugly guy hit on me. Right. Yeah. The one guy that I wouldn't have wanted actually showed me some attention. Yeah. And you're not wrong because he's yeah. delusional. And and uh, and now he's not validating that that beauty and uh, that 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 they're they're not giving her the validation that she wants to, because she's beautiful. But what I think at that point, some of these girls, what they need to realize, or guys, mm-hmm. is just tone it back down. Yeah. Just be normal. There's no accents to the dad bods in. That the ba- that you look at this hot girl and she's with this normal looking dude, mm-hmm. you know, um, just tone it down so that you're approachable. Yeah. And the pr- think whatever you're displaying is likely what you're going to attract. Mm-hmm. So if you're uh, displaying this artificial, very difficult to keep up with perfection. lifestyle perfection, now I'm going to self reflect myself and go, am I in alignment with that energy? Mm-hmm. And there's a good shot that I'm going to be like, no. Not even close. <laughs> right? Yeah. So now you're just living a life of rejection and then you're, you're not understanding why you're being rejected and you're doubling down the same thing that's getting you rejected over and over and over and over again. Or you're shooting for perfection. So then you're attracting perfection and you don't want to be with perfection. No. Most of these chicks, these incredibly beautiful girls and really handsome dudes. I actually have a guy in my, in my life. Um, he works out with us at the gym. Uh, he worked with a guy in the office here. Yeah. He's an older gentleman. He's beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's lived a very unfulfilling life mm-hmm. because he solely depends on what he looks like on the yeah. outside. Yeah. So now he, you know, he's, there's no girl good enough looking for him. Mm-hmm. And well, if, he's at the age now, he's not going to get the, the 20s and 25s anymore. No. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. So anyway, that's my two cents on that. On the there, was a, there was a guy, he was a, he was, he had, he was doing a seminar with a bunch of women. He was talking about like the perfect man and have you met him yet? And he asked them all questions. He's like, do you guys ever talk to guys? I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, you, so you wait for him to talk to you. Okay. She's, he was like, if you ever see a guy that you really, really like, just go talk to him. And they're all like balked at him. He's like, do you know the kind of guys that have the confidence to just walk up to girls and talk to him? He's like, the fucking assholes, the players, yep. the guys that have confidence that are gonna fuck you over. Yeah, yep. that's the guys you're waiting on. Right. He's like, have some balls and go find your fucking man. He's like, you're gonna be surprised when you talk to a guy, the one you are attracted to, that you might actually like him and he might have a good personality, but you're just so fucking unapproachable, they don't fucking get out of their seat. That's a good point. Mic drop. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. When he said that, I was like, damn. Well, and it's never been said where it's like to the woman. Yeah. Go pick your guy. They just sit there and wait for guys to walk up to them. And who's the guy with confidence? Right. The shithead. When we were 20. Exactly. You don't want to talk to me when I was 20. It was you. (laughs) It was you. (laughs) Angie asked me. She's like, we're at, she's all fucking faded at. (laughs) She's looking at me. She's like, what if we met five years ago? I'm like, you would have fucking hated me. She's like, 
oh, you're cocky. I'm like, no, I was a different fucking human. <laughs> yeah. I would I was not a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. But I would have walked right up to her if I met her. What's up? Right. Right. With all the wrong intentions. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So what, honey, how does ego, what do you think about ego? How does that serve you or not serve you in business and in life? I, I, w I just would argue that I don't really have an ego. But then when I read the description that if you don't have an ego, it means that you don't stand out. I would say that I do have an ego because I do feel like I stand out. But I would say I my ego, I think, is on my ability to be productive and get things done. That's where my ego is. So it's that extra boost of nitrous that yes. Danny and I were talking about. Yeah. Like like when people are like, oh, I have two soccer games today. I'm like, I have four today and two tomorrow. Like, no big deal. And two birthdays. Yeah. And I'm like excited. I'm like, I'm going to get this done today. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, you have to validate the definition of ego, yeah. which is you have to validate it. Meaning if the true definition of is, is importance Right. Yeah. It was, it was self-importance. Yeah. Self-importance. What, what was the other one? And the other one said it's your how you differentiate from other people. How you stand out. Yeah. So how do you revalidate that all the time? You have to do superhuman special shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's almost like when it's almost like challenge accepted. <laughs> That's ego. Yeah. That's ego for me. When yeah. I have to look at the person across from me and, and, and know that I've got to go to battle with them on a verbal basis or, or, or wits or brain or intelligence, I dig deep. I go into my ego space. Dude, I've had it happen many times, actually, when I've been deposed by attorneys. These guys are paid to go and shred the guy across from them, mm -hmm. use their own words against them. Mm -hmm. The first time I ever did it, I sat in this room for fucking eight hours before it was my turn and I didn't eat anything. And, no, I ate a huge breakfast, <laughs> excuse me, but I didn't eat anything after that because I knew it would be a few hours in before I talked mm -hmm. and I didn't want to be lethargic or tired right. because of all the food I'd put in my belly. So I'm sitting there just drinking coffee and then I would feel myself fading and I'm like, what if it's my turn in the next second? So oh, I hit another God. coffee and then I would feel myself fade and then I did another coffee. So I'm like caffeinated to the max and then they're like, it's your turn. And that was a true visual of my ego serving me in my brain. I looked across the table at this guy and he fucking read it right on my forehead. <laughs> and I looked at, him, I said, let's fucking go in my brain. Like this is, this is that moment I get to challenge myself against mm -hmm. the best. And, uh, and I fucking, I held my own the first time, second time, <laughs> same thing, sat there and just, fucking battled with this attorney for seven hours this one was the whole time seven hours mm -hmm. battling with him battling with him i walk outside i sit next to my attorneys during our break and they're like you are crushing it you're giving this guy nothing and uh that fed my ego I was yeah like, I'm fucking special i'm important i'm different mm -hmm. beautiful <laughs> you won that right i would have won it i would have so i won the first lawsuit you're right um yeah. the second lawsuit i would have won but because my insurance kicked in to defend me. Yeah, the E&O insurance. Yeah. The errors, errors and omiss error and omissions yeah. insurance kicked in, and their attorneys dictate the legal strategy. So we were just so done with their outrageous demands and how weak their case was that we were like, have at it. Let's go. Let's go to trial, and let's whoever wins, wins. And I'm ready to write the check. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, at the last second, they decided to settle. And they 
they reached out and said, Hey, let's settle. And the insurance being the one that's ultimately going to write the check was like, of course, we'll take a small settlement over a possibility of a 50, 50 shot of having to write a bigger check. Right, right. So yes, in my book, I felt that I won that one. Um, but I had to follow the lead of the attorneys that, that the insurance company hired. They're paying. They're paying. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Is that, is that your ego saying you won? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, I think this is a good conversation, a good topic. I think the ego is absolutely healthy. Let's summarize it. Mm -hmm. The ego is absolutely healthy. Um, we've defined, we read the formal definition of ego, and it is not bad. No, it's uh, not bad. It's probably bad if you don't have a little I think ego. egotistical Agreed. might be bad. Let's but. Google that one really quick. Ego versus egotistical. There you go. Yeah. That's probably how they got convoluted. Right. He's an egotistical prick. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Glasses. <laughs> Convertible. All right, honey, what is the definition of an egotistical Okay, so it person. says definitions. Ego definition, which is a personal character trait. It's a person's self or a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Egotistical definition, which is a personal external behavior towards others, is excessively conceited or absorbed in oneself. So ego is a character trait and egotistical is external behavior towards others. Jeez. That was uh Yeah, it's like they're so overdoing the ego. Yeah. They're displaying Over it on everybody else. Yeah, we and said overly it. confident. It's the it's the smoke show. It's yeah, it's ingredients, and they're yeah. just doing a little too much ego. Yeah, you got too much salt in the in yeah. the cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down, egotistical <laughs> men. There you go. So that, let's summarize with that. So the ego's healthy. Ego's healthy. Being egotistical is not is not correct. There you go. Ego's out of the way. Let's talk about what's trending now. All right. What do you got? I love old people. They're like some of my <laughs> you're, favorite. You're actually people. really good with old people. I love old people. And <laughs> so this, funny. This news today I heard. This poor man, I don't Joe want Biden, sad, is, is, is going on another presidential run. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to talk anything politics. What do you believe in? What, I, keep that out of here. All right. This guy should be on a fucking rocking chair, fucking <laughs> Connecticut, staring at a lake, sipping coffee, hanging out with his fucking grandbaby. That's right. I agree. <laughs> Another presidential run. Think how much goes into that. Dude, you guys, we're watching like what it goes into like build our brokerage. Yeah. What it goes into building I am Josh Galindo. Like how many babies you have to kiss and hands you have to shake is crazy. Let Con alone go run for president. Content. Oh, oh his yeah. content is movie cameras and oh my goodness. scripts nonstop everywhere <laughs> he, he, he goes. He does not care about his content. <laughs> Dude, I wonder, I wonder if that guy even has... It, like what is what's the wiring of his brain? Is he just a capsule that's still moving? You that's know, all. At this my, point, my guess is that. Or okay. does he sit down and have thoughts? He my, but vaguely. Yeah, I would think that like to be like that in people's faces all the time, you have to be an introvert. I think because you can't ever get socially deep with anybody. Well, You're very surface level. I think all I, the way around. Yeah, but I think him personally right now, his mental condition. Oh, well, that's beside, yeah. Like, I saw my grandpa, and he has all the same traits. Mm -hmm. You know, the little mumbles where their lips don't really move. And I'm, just like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm like, this dude's got two years left. What well, I they're doing consider. it on purpose. I just feel bad for him. I agree, Danny. To your point, I think, which is what Danny's doubling down on, is this poor guy should yeah. be on a rocking chair overlooking a vast land with farm animals and shit and a few dogs that sleep at his feet 
watching his grandkids come and play every Saturday and Sunday. Instead, everywhere he goes, he has to worry about death threats and yeah. being sniped. You know, there's secret service everywhere. That's not built for an 80 year old man. How old is he going to be? Phone it. Oh, I'm thinking 70. I don't really want to search Joe Biden on my phone, but 78. 78. So before he runs again, it'd be all of 23, all of 24. So he'll be 80. So he's, by the time he's, he's 80 right now, <laughs> oh my, a God. deteriorating 80. Yeah, he's turning 81 this year. <laughs> Holy shit. Bro, he's so, not ready for another one. Bro, he'll be 82. I know. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Dude, the schedule, yeah, I don't know. I think they shoot the guy full of fucking adrenaline. They have. I mean, how does how does this... He, Boy, he's got a hell of a body. Yeah, he's That's an unbelievable capsule to <laughs> fucking be able to move and be on, on, on like that. No, about my grandpa, if his brain didn't go out, they... Stripped him of all water and all food, and he still lived for two more weeks. No way. They were like, his insides are so fucking healthy, he won't <laughs> die. It's his brain and the Parkinson's, which made him deteriorate into, like, nothing. Wow. Yeah. They were like, this heart is amazing. His brain was oh, was, was gone. Yeah. So when they stripped him of food and water, he didn't know that was what was... He wasn't conscious, like, I'm sitting here thirsty no, and starving. No, like, no, His body was just kind of just running, running out running out of fuel and it right. it went like a whole week and a half longer than like doctors even thought of this fucking guy <laughs> a fucking danny tank. was so proud i was like yeah i mean i think you should go but fuck <laughs> danny's rooting for him and shit so he's got a brag story <laughs> yeah and I, that's grandpa. why I, I feel bad i see it happening on him like god the crazy thing is that these guys that run these these presidents which is why they think they hated trump so much and and uh, even i don't even know if trump's the right guy anymore just because he's I also almost 80. It, sure. He's certainly much more sharp than, than yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, but I just think the fact that he is so divisive and not for me, he doesn't offend me. Yeah. Okay? But I believe in peace everywhere. Like I want to be able to, to have a talk. I don't want no. I don't know if I want to be able to, but if the topic of conversation around politics comes up, I want to be able to have that conversation in a peaceful, relatively peaceful manner. This guy, Trump, has brought out the deepest, darkest hate in human beings. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with Trump. But whatever their dark-rooted issue is, he brings it out in them. Oh, yeah, he pulls it. It, 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 So do we want another round of that? The only thing that I would say that I think would be good for Trump is is that um, I think I think— I could get pinned to the wall for this, and I'm okay if that's the case because I don't mind being corrected. I think he could help end some of this corruption. Dude, the amount of corruption that is that is being exposed in the United States government makes Russia look like they're fucking, they got their shit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these last two years, it's like scary. Scary. Yeah. And all we can do is either just ignore it, which is kind of what you got to do, ignore that's what it. I do. And just operate in our stream of water. Yeah. yeah. And hope that the dam keeps sending yeah. water down to us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you like try to swim to the dam and figure out how the dam works, like you're just going to drive yourself crazy. You'd right. be that fish. The dam's going to blow. Right. <laughs> Steve, you can't even look that far. Right. <laughs> Get out of here, Steve. Let's stay focused. We're just swimming. Meanwhile, the dam's got a little leak. <laughs> so how did he come out and announce it? I heard he was going to announce it today. I, I, yeah, I don't think he... They probably had to pump him up before he can actually get out. Did you read it or watch it or what I, did you... I read it. Okay, so you didn't see him actually. They had to, they had to put the puppet strings in his arms and... Oh, <laughs> I'm going to run. <laughs> like, They're controlling him. Oh. They've got complete control. That was one of the things that, that 
when I was doing all the research on the re Ukraine and Russia war is Russia, the reason that presidents stay in power for so long is because there's nobody to pass down. Nobody will honor the agreements made, you know, generation, generation. So Putin's made arrangements and agreements with hundreds of people. Those are the oligarchs mm -hmm. and they have to keep their, their money coming in. You got to pay this guy. You got to pay this guy. You got to make sure this guy's taken care of, make sure this guy's. So all those favors. Now if they're so afraid to bring another guy in to fuck their gravy train up that Putin probably wants to retire. Yeah. Putin probably wants to, but he's either going to be killed if he does or, um, or they're going to make him run forever. There was some other scenario that they told me, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. Anyway, someone in politics for 47 years mm -hmm. when they don't need to be, w why? Because they have to maintain all the favors. I right. literally said that. I was like, I don't know what they have on Joe Biden, but they're saying you run yeah, until we say stop. Yep. Yeah. Or we're, or we're Otherwise, gonna... this. Yeah. He's just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's spot on. <laughs> it's so sad. It's I, sad. I hate seeing it. I know. Our guy's going to he's going <laughs> to die in office. We need like a fucking a guy with like your mentality that's all into politics, 38, 40 years old, a fucking dog. Someone that goes in there and doesn't give a fuck about any of the social issues. Yeah. Like squashes them. You know, obviously we don't want any of the any we don't the, I, to me, we don't want the basics. I don't believe in racism on any level. Agreed. Um so none of that. Okay? If if you want an abortion, you know, I, I've got my views on it because I've got kids. But yeah. if you want it, have at it. Go do your thing. Right. Okay. Um, so, and then religion. Keep religion off. Off. You know, those are the th everything else. All this other crazy shit that they're coming up with. It. It. That's all nonsense. They got to get rid of that. Yeah. And just focus on governing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those topics just bother me. I know. Just how passionate people get about it. It's crazy. Even the people that are like against abortion, I'm like, do you donate to orphanage clinics? Do you do you adopt? Sure, right, right. You're so passionate. I want you to follow this fetus until it's born. And yeah, right. I want, yeah. Where are your receipts? <laughs> I agree, Danny. And we just learned this. We uh -huh. went to a, a a charity that is all about taking on kids that probably should have never been born. Yeah. Right. Um. And I I whispered in her ear. I go, that's this is why abortion can be an option for some people because they are overloaded yeah. with, with the systems overloaded yeah, with so, kids that should have never been born. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, there's so many rabbit holes to go down, but there's 8 billion people on this planet. If there was no abortion, we'd be at like 14 billion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how many of those would be productive humans of society? <laughs> Not a lot. Not a lot. Not yeah. a lot. Yeah. So like I said, to each their own, honestly, to each their own. And, and if we don't agree, that's fine. You know, so to each their own. It is. It's just um, Democrats and Republicans. Like the abortion thing, everyone can agree. Like I think up to like six weeks, eight weeks, it's okay. But like Democrats, I'm afraid to say yes. But but Democrats went and said, we want the ability to do it up until the day she's uh, the kid's born. Nah. That, that's a human being at that point. And I'm that like, when nah. I, I I will vocalize out loud. You cannot. That that is. That, yeah. That's I think I think they should get up. Well, I don't really want to say it, but it's like. There, there's at a point where if the baby was born, it would survive. It should have to be before that right. point. Right. There you go. <laughs> but here, here, I'm going to end it with, I'm going to, let's end the abortion, at least abortion conversation yeah. with this, unless you want to no, no, put no. more thing in there. Um, I didn't have an opinion on abortion or an understanding of it until I went in with Crystal 
and they put that wand on or that for the ultrasound until I went in with Crystal and they put that machine on Crystal's belly and it was quiet in the room and you just heard boom 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 yeah (laughs) hit that again life okay one more time with no noise okay that was life yeah ooh (laughs) that shit was deep I was like wow that fucker's alive in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had a whole different understanding of it at that point. That guy's alive. Now, but, you know, at the same time, if we weren't ready, if if the circumstances weren't right, if we weren't going to be able to nourish this child, right. take care of this human being, bring him an amazing life that better than what we had, then that's a whole other conversation to have, and I support the shit out of that, too. Yeah. Agreed. All right, everybody. Till next time. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, like, share, tell your friends about us, and uh, we'll have lots more topics like 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 we just had today. Yeah, thanks for listening. Absolutely. See you next time. Hey guys, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you guys want to learn more about the tools, tips and tricks that I use on a daily basis to maintain my success, stay connected with me through all of my socials at I am Josh Galindo.